two love interests, two super secret spies, two nefarious villains, and too many deus ex machinas. We're talking Despicable Me 2 on week two of Despicable May on today's... Clap along if you feel like three girls and a group. Clap along if you feel like minions are real cute. Clap along if you feel like podcasts are an oversaturated market. Clap along if you feel like we're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix for Despicable May, a month of exploring the highest grossing animated film franchise of all time with enough merchandising opportunities that would make the Charles Schultz estate shudder. This show is not for kids, except maybe Margot, so turn this off and spend too much money on an inconsequential birthday. God, I gotta start writing shorter intros, or just, I don't know, put a fucking semicolon in there. But my guest today, she's being very patient um, and smiling through my BS. Um, she is a writer and podcaster for Next Best Picture. Returning guest in front of the podcast, it's Casey Lee Clark. Hi! Hi. <laughs> Thank you for spending a good chunk of your Friday with me to watch the second Despicable Me movie. The only one I've seen. Love it. Yeah, this... I, I booked you not knowing that this was the only one you've seen. Why? I've seen parts of the first one on like a, a bus for a chorus trip where I like slept sure. through half of it. Where it's like we also watched like Megamind and I'm like all these movies kind of blend together. <laughs> yeah, Megamind is the same movie I yeah. think. Wait, so, okay, so what made you then see Despicable Me 2 if you didn't so really see the first like, one? I think this was like a month or two before I turned 17. And at 17 you can get into R-rated movies. There's a point to this. Good. And so I was with a friend who was, I think, 18 at that point. And we were trying to go see This is the End. And we were like, they're not going to card you. You look old enough. It's fine. And they did. And so the only other movie that was playing was Despicable Me 2. And so we were like, yeah, why not? So that's That's, how I spent, like, I think it was like a summer afternoon. That's crazy. I have never been carded for a movie. I mean, obviously now because I'm a big boy with a beard. But even beforehand, like, I cannot think of... A time like when I was, you know, like fifteen or sixteen, and trying to see more racy. I think it was because it was like the middle of the day on a weekday. Oh yeah, that is weird. So yeah, that might probably didn't help. <laughs> but I'm glad that you got to see it and enjoy the fun. Do you yeah. have Do you have any interest in seeing the other DM DM films? Um, maybe the third one because I like Lucy, and I guess she's more in that one probably than the first one. Uh, maybe. maybe. I've also heard that... I, I mean, I've heard I'm, the third one's probably the worst one of those three. Yeah, we... Because uh, I'm watching these just, in, you know, like, in order with the guests as we record and release them. But, yeah, I've heard that the third one is a slog. Like, there yeah. are so many different subplots that... I think that... I think the thing that I didn't... From what I remember, the first one that I didn't like was him being like, no, I don't want these kids. And that, whereas, yeah. like, I like that the, the second one, he's just like... Yeah, I'm a dad now, and it's, like, and nice. He fully embraces it. Well, it's interesting, because, I mean, if, if you're like me and you'd seen the full first movie, the, he, he He has adopts, an arc. Yeah, he does. Uh, like Noah. Um, <laughs> thank you. So <laughs> he adopts um, Margot, Agnes, and... Um, it, who? What's the third one's name? Margot, Agnes, and... I, I wanted to say Enid, but that's not anybody's name um, oh my goodness this is bad. edith edith you weren't far off no uh, but so he adopts them so that they can go undercover to give a super villain yeah that's cookies. what i remember um but then like really early on in the movie he's like oh like it's cute having kids and i like it but then dr demento or whatever russell brand's evil old man character is He's like, you have to get rid of them, Gru. They're making you soft and you won't steal the moon. Oh, yeah. He steals the moon in the first movie. That's right. I remember the big... I think I've only seen the first half of the first one. I think that's where the problem here is and coming. Because I remember the moon like, stuff. Yeah. Um, Again, on a bus with a bunch of people on a chorus trip. Yep. Uh, ooh. I I don't think I ever watched... Movies on like a... Like, a I, I, like I didn't do band, but the one movie that I remember is... Um, when I went to Jewish day school, we did this um, Jewish nature retreat uh, in Connecticut. And so we were driving back and the teachers put on the last Mimsy and that movie blows. <laughs> it is bad. It's like if E.T. had sex with a beanie baby. Oh, no. 
And also, oh, but Abigail Breslin's in it, I think. Oh. I don't know. I think that's like the one of her... I realized recently that any movie that she was in... Dakota Fanning didn't get? Well, no, I like watched. Like even... Like I remember watching like... um, What was it? Nim's Island or whatever. Ooh. And like a bunch of them. Anyway, no, we had a lot of like chorus trips where we would like go away for the weekend to a competition we would have like one a year and you'd have to go on one of those like long coach bus rides the worst was to nashville because that's 15 hours from where i'm from (laughs) and you know sleeping on a bus with a bunch of people a bunch of nerds so you gotta cool it down with some despicable me yeah uh i wonder if was there anybody on your bus that was like i haven't finished the first one yet spoil i mean you could have yelled that but I guess you didn't. Um, but let's talk about Despicable Me too. So we just watched it. Um, you also brought lemon bars, which is just a, a thing to mention, because I think that's partly why I'm in a very good mood right now. They're very buttery. They were nice. They were great. Well, uh, they were short lemon shortbread bars. Uh, not the spon- This podcast is not sponsored by Trader Joe's, but... But boy, oh boy, would we like it. <laughs> oh, man. If you could just, like, take care of, like, Instacart or something for me, Trader Joe's sponsors, I'd be so happy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. So I think the one big thing that I can say, um, having seen both the first and the second one now is the animation has gotten so much better. And I think that's because Sony or uh, Illumination decided to like really invest into their animation unit. Cause it started off with just some French animation studio and it is bad. Like it's, <laughs> it's like really harsh shadows and like, yeah, just almost ugly it's like it's uncomfortable how not decisive it is and what it looks like Mm. um but uh uh also the weirdest and kind of dumbest um like deus ex machina with the jelly oh yeah yeah so the movie starts off with we see that all so gru's given up being a villain yeah so he devotes all of his time to making jelly or Dr. Evil, I'm never going to call him the right name. Dr. Evil uh, is making They're jelly. They're testing out to get the perfect jams and jellies, and they can't get it right. No. And all the minions are squishing fruits and getting their heads stuck in jars, you know. Yeah, there's like a minion, minion Oh my god, the whole running gag with the uh, minion with a head stuck in the jar. Um, I was reading, I always read the IMDb facts before I start recording the podcast, and one of the facts was... There's a minion, the minion that gets its head stuck in a jar. You can see it in the rest of the movie with its head stuck in the jar. Can I tell you a quick anecdote of story about my hometown somewhat recently? Yes. Um, there, I don't know how viral this went. It was more just a Hartford County, Maryland thing. But there was a, I think this was last year, one of the deer that lives in the woods around my neighborhood got its head stuck in one of those big plastic pretzel jars. Mm-hmm. And it was like a big thing because like the animal control had to catch because the deer couldn't eat. In a pretzel jar. So you know, like the big, like those bulk tubs for oh. pretzels, and so he was known as Jarhead. And there was like T-shirts and like campaigns to try to get. There were people, T-shirts. People made T-shirts after the fact of like this little design with Jar. We have to get Jarhead out, and like they had to get animal control because you have to like make sure that it's still to shoot it so you can get the thing off. And this is because nothing happens in your town. Yeah. That. This was big news because it was in my parents yard so like my oh. mom would be like animal control's coming by trying to find jarhead and did any of the t-shirt dealers like give you a cut of the profits i don't think so wow. but it was like there was definitely wow. a little illustration online i remember it was my mom's profile picture at one point <laughs> for jarhead um do, did your did your town have any like urban legends probably i think we have like one of those covered bridges and you know things like that yeah the the only one that I learned about it in high school, and um, someone told me the story of, like, Catman, oh. which is... And I could not tell you the origins of Catman. Like, I don't know, there was a free cat accident or something, but they would say that there was, like, a covered bridge, and uh, late at night in the neighborhood, you had to be... You had to drive carefully, and you had to keep doors locked, because Catman would come and, like, scratch you or something. Oh, no. I also one time thought I was being chased by a wolf. But, but it was Catman? No, it was like it was like a fucking shadow or something. <laughs> ah, I'm cursing a lot today. I, I think it's because I've, I've, today's been a good day, and I feel happy. Um, but uh, yeah, so so this whole stupid jelly thing. The most of the movie, you and I cannot figure out why that happened, and at the very end, it came they together. They put the the anecdote in it. Anecdote. <laughs> Whatever. No. 
<laughs> um, yeah, they put the they put the antidote for evil purple minions into the jelly, and so they so that just... they can just squirt it at them with little guns. Yeah, and it was great. Uh... Yeah, that was fun. I was like, ooh, clever. Well, that's I think clever a weird... girl. <laughs> I think that's like a weird thing with this franchise is that they have a lot of like. Like bar- you could barely call them moving parts, <laughs> but just a bunch of random stuff that they're throwing out, and they're like, "We'll f- we'll do it at the yeah, end." Yeah, the more like, I think about, about the plot it. of this movie is not point A to point B. It's like there's, there's all... not really a point B. No, I, there is, and then there isn't. Yeah, because um, uh, because El Macho, you don't really understand why he's evil for yeah. most of the movie because it it they do a flashback and he's just like a pro wrestler. Villain guy that yeah, and he just faked like, his own death. Yeah, and then we don't really understand. And then he's like, I'm making these evil... Things, because they are killing machines. Yeah, and they did briefly mention it on the news, I think, or something. I f- they briefly showed it. Oh, um, when Gru went to the lab. Oh. Uh, I was not paying attention, because I... <laughs> I, I think I, there I was it. a certain point where we were like, yeah, okay, we get it, where this is going. Yeah, we were like, oh boy, we are watching... I <laughs> We rented this, we have to... <laughs> Watch it. There, you paid money for this. Well, it was my treat. I was happy to do it because you brought you brought the. Um, sure, I brought the lemon bars and my company. Yeah. Oh, it is definitely better watching this with a friend <laughs> than by myself. I could not imagine. Oh God, there are some like. Again, I think I I think everybody probably has the mindset these movies would be much better without the minions. Um. To an extent. It like, would be just less to, cluttered. There would just be points where I would just be like, there's this sweet, genuine moment going on. Now get these freaking yellow dudes out of here with their fart jokes and their, like, yeah, boo-boo bops. Like, I need... Because like, Agnes is like, I love you, Gru. And then Omini goes, what? Yeah, like... <laughs> Ooh, that wasn't bad. All their, like, dumb jokes and, like, they're only sometimes amusing. They were... I think they were a lot better this movie than the last movie. Because the last I, movie, yeah. I think they were... The filmmakers were like nervous as to like how much of them to put into it. Whereas but this, this one, they movie, were like, "These make money." Yeah, they make money. Do you have any uh, minions merch? Why would I have minions merch? I don't know. Do I look like I have minions merch? No, but we were both ta- we were talking about how they're cute and like. I never said they were cute. Fine. I want to make that clear. Maybe I said it a couple times. I said that about Agnes. I said I want Agnes merch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Agnes merch needs to happen. Um, I was like, she's the cute thing from these movies. Yeah. Fucking give me, like, Gru's nose as a plush, and I'll, yeah. I'll hold that at night. Those skinny legs. Yeah, all the proportions. They're all top-heavy. You said it. Yeah, they're top-heavy, and also just, like, the weird, like, almost, like, uh, very subtle sexism in, like, the character design. How, but that's, like, definitely a cartoon thing. It is, but at the same time, it's it's, like, still a little weird. Oh, like yeah. how every single woman that you see in this movie was like like tall and thin, like they were just tortured in medieval times. And they were stretched. Yeah. And then in the last movie, the like a Miss Hattie who ran the orphanage, she was like a very big lady. There's like one part when he's like having his happy montage, he's like do- dancing on an escalator and there's like a fat woman dancing with him. Oh, okay. I redact my entire uh, But my entire it didn't like she wasn't seen as a potential Love interest. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The the mom that was holding that little girl that I thought was really cute in the oh, Cinco in de Mayo the... scene, both of them had normal, uh, normal proportions. proportions. Yeah, and that's why you were like, oh, that's a cute looking yeah. cartoon Yeah, oh, that baby. kid was so cute. Okay, so this is, I think, the best part of the movie. Is, is the that... Cinco de Mayo and the, the whole party? Not the whole party, just the one part. The tortilla where... hat? Thank you. Yes. So um, several characters in this giant Cinco de Mayo party, they have... Um, uh, a sombrero that's made out of tortilla, like it's a tortilla giant tortilla, tortilla shell, shell. Yeah. And then it's filled to the brim with guacamole. And so people are just picking off little chips and dipping them, and it's and that's brilliant. And we were just talking uh, while that scene was happening that um, you fill up on uh, the nacho chips before that they bring to the table. I also do that. Yeah. I think in general, I I feel like I've been ordering appetizers more when I go out to eat. And I gotta stop because it's it ruins. My mom's a big fan of instead of getting an entree, getting two appetizers. 
That's a good idea. I mean, I I'm, like that mindset. I like doing that if I'm going out to just like a bar to get a drink or two because well, it's yeah. like, oh, just kind of snack on or stuff. Or like places that I guess are like have like cool appetizers whereas their entrees. I'm like, do I need a burger? Yeah, I haven't, I cannot think of the last time I had a burger, like a regular beef burger. Uh, I did with Ben, who's my boyfriend. And guest and on his, the podcast. And guest on the podcast. Yeah, me, him, and his mom the night before Easter went out and. We were somewhere where we were both just like, I just want a big burger. Oh. And we ate like on like brioche buns. They were good. I, yeah, I remember him or you telling me about this. I think I was talking about, I was like, that was a good burger. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very good burger. Um, and a, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, we can talk about it off mic. Um, so Gru, in the beginning, it's also really cute. Um, so oh, it's Agnes's birthday. Yeah, so it's Agnes's birthday and he's like... You know, like by two thirds of the way into the original Despicable Me movie, he's pretty much down with being a dad and a fatherly figure. And then, is the- it also like unspoken that Agnes is the favorite, or is um, it also just because she's the youngest? So you have to like, yeah, give her extra she's the attention and like she's so cute. Margot is like a smarty pants, and Edith it, is violent. Edith, <laughs> yeah, Edith. Yeah, Edith is like she'll be an assassin. She's I guess. the peppermint patty of the, the girls. Yeah. So it's Peppermint... Edith is Peppermint Patty. Agnes is Lucy? No, Sally. Or, that's what I meant. Sally. And then... Margot is... um. Margot is... What's her face? Marcy. Um, Marcy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, except, you know, Mar- um, Margot and Edith are not in, like, a, a coded homosexual relationship. Yeah. But that's okay. I also just realized how f- weird that is that people talk about that, considering that the characters are in maybe second grade. But they have adult voices. That's the thing. Where like I know oh, they're yeah. children, but they don't. With the exception of Sally, they all have like hiya, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, like they have full grown people voices. So like her, but it's they so are. Like she calls Peppermint Patty Sir, and like Aww. they wear like uh, it. It's really cute. They uh, are. Yeah. You know what's crazy? We've ne- we have not reviewed a single Peanuts movie or Peanuts thing I on the podcast. I'm a big Peanuts. Okay, fan. great. You're gonna come back very I can't soon. Can't wait for Peanuts month. <laughs> Peanut. Um. P. P. Peen, I can't think of there's what the pun the, would there's be. There's nothing with a P. Um, Peenuary. <laughs> Charles Schultz September. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, back to school month. I think Maybe. that's appropriate because they're stupid kids. Um, <laughs> wait, okay, this is important. Who's your favorite peanut? Um, Featuring good old Charlie Brown. <laughs> uh, Linus. That's a good blanket. answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, My mom and I are big fans of the Christmas one, and she like cries every time he tells what the story of Christmas. I think that's her Catholic school upbringing Aww. suddenly coming up, where she's just like, ah, oh, yes. Oh, mom. Um, and then least favorite. Um. Maybe loose. Actually, no. Pepper and Patty. She's got an attitude. I don't like it. I like her attitude. I think my least favorite is honestly Snoopy. No. Like I love Snoopy. Like the least favorite. Uh, Peanuts character. Uh, the adults? Uh, no, I love the adults. <laughs> My favorite character is Miss, Mrs. Brown. Um, I, yeah, Mom, I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> I can't think of anything that they do. But it's, it's just like, I think Snoopy, um, I think it's just like, he's so oversaturated. Yeah. Because like when... Like, like with, the minions. Like the He, honestly, he is he's the, the minion. minions of the Charlie Brown <laughs> universe. Not Woodstock. No. Woodstock wishes. Um, honestly, I think my favorite peanut, it might be Marcy or Peppermint Patty. I think they're, I think they're so I also funny. like Beethoven. Be- the little sh- piano player. Shredder. Oh, no. Wait. Blech. Oh, no. Boom. Oh, I j- Ooh. Oh, so fun fact. That's there's a bizarre um, teen play version. Yes. For, okay. And he's named Beethoven, the one that's based on Schroeder. Yeah. So, so you're talking about Dog, Dog Sees God. God. Do you like it or hate it? I think I used to like it, and now I'm in a slightly removed from being a teenager, and I'm like, no. That's legit. Because it's like so after school special, which is its point. I think I respect it in a way. Yeah. So as I mean, like a piece of art. If you haven't read it, it it is really interesting because yeah. it's it's kind of like one of the best like fan fiction type things. Like it's, it's an unauthorized. So fiction. It's like an unauthorized sequel or whatever. And it's yeah, like, they you know, change names. Like he's yeah. He's CB, and. I, I need to reread it, but I definitely remember being like, wow, this is like really is heavy. And like, I was like, yeah, there's a gay guy in there. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's... It is Beethoven. It, yeah, Beethoven's gay. And him and, and CP have a little yeah, and then, thing. And then spoiler, he, Beethoven kills himself. 
Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Linus is a snow- stoner. Um, the only one that did make sense is like Sally is goth. Yeah. I, w- I was like, this is stupid. Then again, Sally had like no personality yeah. in the original. Um, but yeah, go see it if you want. I nearly saw it when it was playing at Temple University. I auditioned for that production. Oh no. Didn't get in, as mm. we can tell. <laughs> yeah, that's why you hate it so much? Yeah. I hate it. Even if I got in. Even if I got in, I'd be like, oh, this is stupid. It's stupid. You can't, like, it's not even real. Speaking of minions. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, we're not minions. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to look at my notes, because I did not take a lot of notes, because I, I was distracted buying tickets for a, a podcast taping. Um, <laughs> but also, because, you know, I, I'm trying to watch the movies more than just take notes. Cause yeah, that ta- you know, I feel I want, that. I want to be engrossed in the movie. Um, oh, here's something. Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> so, first of all, um, the evil old doctor's name is Dr. Nefario. I don't know. Um, but, so one of the minions during the 21 farts gun salute, he says Pado, which is the Hindi word for fart. So, are the are the minions Hindu? Okay, there was a point in the beginning where I was like, oh, it sounds like they're speaking Japanese. And then there was a point where it sounded like Spanish. And now it's I really don't... It's really not clear. I don't... It sounds like when you're a kid and you're like pretending to speak a foreign language but it's just gibberish with a spanish accent yeah isn't that really awkward that that's it always just kind of goes back to that yeah or french like a really weird amalgam of both yeah um yeah i think i i, I oh i don't think this is a story i've told on the podcast before oh. okay exclusive so <laughs> this is such a dumb story <laughs> this movie's so, dumb so it fits perfect hey sometimes the, steve carell could be listening and be like what sorry the minions are dumb Good. steve carell's fine Yay. he's great we love him he's great in office related roles um <laughs> yeah you guys see welcome to marwin did you see welcome to marwin no eh. ben and i would make fun of the trailer whenever we saw it okay which let's is wa- probably let's bad watch, let's watch it together sometime <laughs> Uh, if we can find it, it's probably still in theaters. Oh, um, God, no. So, so the story, um, in first grade, I um, uh, transferred to a private school from uh, going to public school into kindergarten. And I wanted people to think that I was interesting. So I said that I was born in um, Mexico, l- lived in Africa, and then moved to uh uh suburban philadelphia um and so i faked like like a song that we would sing oh, and i just no. had random syllables like honestly i did like a minion thing before the minions and then a full year goes by and we're doing this thing for class where it's like writing information about yourself because i think it's like oh it's like testing kids to make sure like if they get lost or something they know like where they live their phone number all mm-hmm. that stuff uh, and one of the things was like, like place of birth. And I said to my teacher, like, oh, what if I don't know the specific, like, yeah, like where I was born. And then my friend turns to me and says, weren't you born in Mexico? And then realizing, wow, he never forgot. and then realizing, oh no, I turned to her and I said, uh, turns out my parents lied to me. <laughs> Instead of saying, like, oh, sorry, like, I was nervous because I was in second grade. So I was like, oh, it's not my, nothing is my fault. I like how you're like, nobody's going to remember that. Seriously, I, I was honestly very surprised that she remembered. Because, like, you know how you talk to a first grader and then two minutes later they're just, like, chewing on their foot? That's what I assumed would happen. And uh, I was way off. Um, <laughs> so now we know that Ross is a liar. Yeah, now you know that Ross uh, is from america <laughs> um, breaking news ross is from america yeah. so so let's talk some of the subplots in this movie so um one of the big ones is that margo is texting a boy yeah but then antonio no so there's in the beginning it's she's texting a different boy Ooh, than she's, the boy she meets in the mall she's, she's got boys in every area code Well, because the boy that she's texting is named avery and grew goes wait is that a boy's name or a girl's name and she's like why does it matter and he's just like doesn't unless it's a boy and then she meets antonio in the mall that's so right. we don't we never find out who the person she's texting really oh i wonder if avery's gonna show up in three wow 
Who knows? Maybe he's the super villain. <laughs> <laughs> you rejected me. The the villain in Despicable Me Three is toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like the newest episode of The Twilight Zone. Wow. It's it's a very heavy handed episode, but I liked it. Good. It was like the good kind of heavy handed. Yeah. Of like like basically all the characters turn to the, the camera and say, "Get it." And I said yes every time. That sounds very Jordan Peele in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's like the one subplot. The other subplot is, you know, while Gru is with Kristen Wiig, Lucy is the character's name. They're in the anti-villain league against, I don't know, AVL? Was that what it stood for? I think so, yeah. yeah. And To help save the world from who we find out is El Macha. It all, it's, you know. Yeah, it's all like, what if we just do this? The whole point is we need to get Gru a wife. Yeah. <laughs> Gru, honestly, if he said my wife, it would sound just like Borat. It probably would. Which Goyles, bring... this is my wife. Well, this is this is perfect because uh, we're doing a segment for all of Despicable May called Gru Talking to Me, where oh, both no. the guest and the host attempt to do an impression of Gru. So, Casey, would you like to go first? I think the <laughs> only way that I can somewhat sound like him is if I say, Goyles! <laughs> you brought the Goyles! So, um, uh, Gru is in Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> <laughs> if, I were, <laughs> if I were a villain. <laughs> like, mine isn't better. Like, my, I, I realized while we were watching, because I was doing it while we were watching, um, I just sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like a really lazy one. Yeah. Where I'm just like, yeah, blah, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Who also sounds like he's in Fiddler on the Roof when he comes out of your mouth. <laughs> That's true. I'm Gru. I can't. It's I I feel like it's slightly better than that week, the last week, but not by much. Um, and then I'm trying to think other subplots. So Doctor Nefario leaves. Oh yeah, he quits because he doesn't like making jelly. He he's misses... like I want to be villain. He's he's not. He's Australian, British. Who knows? I think he's British. Like I want to do good. I want to do bad stuff. Or I just want like... to blow things up. Yeah, something he, like that. Yeah, and so Gru's like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then later we find out that he. Ch- teamed up with El Macho. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh no! Oh no! Plot twist. I also realized, like, midway through the movie, so, um, uh, uh, and we'll, I'll actually include this at the end of this episode. So I wrote a song parody to Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift called Despicable Me Too. Oh no. And I I did the song before I had seen this movie, so I did... I lost my mind, like, reading the Wikipedia synopsis over and over again for this movie and just trying to be like, okay, I guess we can talk. That's part of the song now. And uh, that actually relates to um, just a little bit of fun trivia. Did you do, do you know two of the actors that were this close to playing El Macho? Can, should I guess? Is that what you're Yeah, sure. Do what you want. Um... <laughs> Well, I referenced Antonio Banderas when we were watching it, so I guess him, and then, for some reason, my brain's going to Michael Pena. Ooh, Michael Pena would have been good. But, um, Javier Bardem. Oh? And then, uh, Al Pacino. (laughs) So, here's something weird, and... Now I'm just picturing, like, Javier Bardem in the Despicable Me universe, (laughs) but saying his lines from No Country for Old Men, being like, call it. (laughs) Like... These evil minions. <laughs> but so the the thing with Al Pacino is that he had recorded all of his lines. Oh no! And do they uh, exist somewhere? I don't is this think like the so. Chris Farley Shrek? You know? No. So they. Uh, I I don't have it in front of me exactly how long it was until the movie was going to come out. But like the movie was like maybe a month or two away from coming out. Like was he promoted as being in it or was that going to be a plot twist? I think that he was like going to be in it and he left over some creative differences, which, okay. Um, Also, I just found a bunch of uh, napkins in my pocket. Oh. Uh, So that's cool. But anyway, so Al Pacino left. uh, The director and the producers were just kind of like not saying much, but they're just like, oh, just, uh, you know, uh, we don't want to have any bad omens or anything we don't want to cause any harm between us so they brought in benjamin bratt and he recorded all the lines for um el macho in five days and they didn't have time to reanimate so he just had to match uh al pacino's cadence exactly 
I never thought in it. He sounds like Al Pacino because I'm sure Al Pacino was, was he doing a Spanish act, a Mexican accent? I don't, so I, it's not really known, but Benjamin Brad said that he uh, used Pacino as an inspiration and like used that as a jumping off point to create the character. Interesting. It really is. Uh, so who knows? Maybe Al Pacino will show up in Despicable Me 4. Hopefully um, they can settle their differences. Yeah. Like, I can't even begin to imagine what what I, could have happened. I mean, it makes some sense. Although, because it's... I mean, because that character ends up being, like, the villain. But he, of, like, like, he must have gotten being, like, the a big name. And, and he recorded all of his lines. Like, and then, like, done. animation takes, takes, what, like, two years or something? <laughs> and he was just like, I don't like it. I mean, oh. this, is a, this movie does have a good voice cast. Yeah, it's stacked. We got Kristen Wiig, Steve Carell... Um, um, Elsie Fisher, Elsie Fisher, Elsie Fisher, Miranda Cosgrove, Miranda Cosgrove, whatever, whatever the girl, girl voices Edith. Yeah, she she hasn't um, done a lot, but the, good for her. Um, we've uh, got what's her face? Who are we talking Kristen about? Kristen Schaal and uh, Nassim Pedrad were both in it. Russell Brand, Russell Brand, as we said, Benjamin Bratt. There was somebody else. Um, apparently somebody plays the flight attendant. Hold oh, on, uh, Vanessa Bayer. Yes. Um, and then. Um, oh, uh, Steve Coogan voices their, I think he's the boss of the yeah, of take villain. Yeah, A-V-E-L. Yeah, and then Ken Jeong. Oh, right, I forgot that he was in this. As the wig guy. <laughs> um, that, so, yeah. clearly, star-studded cast, oh, yeah. a lot of memorable characters <laughs> that we all love and know by name and heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Margot falls in love with this boy, Antonio, who ends up being the son of El Macho. Uh, Adios mio. Because uh, then everything gets kicked into high gear when the Gru and the kids get invited to a Cinco de Mayo party. That's up on like a big hill. Yes. And... Uh, Wait, we haven't out. talked about the mall. Oh, right. So the whole like, their undercover thing is that they can sense that this substance is in this mall. But they don't know which vendor, so they make a fake vendor for them to work in, so they can spy on people. Oh yeah, the the, so like the whole fake bakery. In malls, which there's, I don't, I don't know if I made this up in my head. Is there a re- an episode of Rugrats where they go to like the Mall of America with the roller coaster and stuff, or is that their, um, the episode where they go to Vegas? Because there's also a Vegas episode of Rugrats. Wow, this I assume because I just have a vivid memory of Rugrats like in a ro- indoor roller coaster, but it's not a theme park. Huh. I thought that I would know the answer because I love Rugrats. I cannot think of. I don't remember either of those episodes. I'm so sorry, everybody. I guess this is the last episode. Again. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. Why aren't we having a Rugrats? Mo- <gasps> So, uh, have you yeah. done any of the Rugrats movies? No. We have, so we're planning two full months together already. I'm taking Alyssa's spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's gonna murder you. Uh, yep. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, we will do that. Um. And then Antonio, um, El Macho's son, is a dick, and he is dancing with another girl. Yeah. And then Margot has the freezes him. And then Margot has the chip hat on her head because she's sad. So I guess things didn't end up too bad for her. No. She got a chip hat. Um. I was about to say, oh, it'd be nice if it had salsa in it, but no, too drippy. Um, the, the guac is good. It, it holds together. It wouldn't leak through as much, maybe. No, except when Gru is trying to hit the buttons on the thing on to the get into pad, the secret lair. To play La Cucaracha. Yeah, which, okay, fine. <laughs> you enjoyed that. I, well, you like the song? Well, we paused right after that to go get a snack, and I kept singing La Cucaracha. Yeah. Um, the Cockroach, for those of you who don't know. Um, it's a great song. Uh <laughs> But yeah, I, I like, and then, yeah, so then purple minions happen. and The hair uh, and the teeth. They have crazy hair. And, and the I screaming that is terrifying. Terrible. Yeah, and they eat everything. Um, I noted while we were watching that, so at one point, one of the purple minions escapes and goes to the Gru's house, and he tries to eat Agnes's unicorn doll, and he eats it crotch first, which was really it weird. It looked so weird, because he didn't, like, just start eating it. he wasn't good at eating it. He was, like, He, like, stood there it. for a sec with yeah. it. Almost like... If this was a live action thing or like a play, like he's waiting for her to do the thing, mm-hmm. like where you're like delaying it a little bit. Or I'm like, this is animated. Oh, There's God. no, we don't need this. That was. Did that ever happen to you uh, doing theater stuff? Like, ha- like having to stall for a cue? Not to me directly, but I've been there. Like mm-hmm. I've watched that happen in a show that I was in where I was just like, I, I can't help you. 
Damn, that sucked. I, uh, that was the one thing that my theater director really liked about me is that um, I would just kind of like... I, Your improv skills? Yeah, well, <laughs> I remember one day, because I, I was having trouble remembering my lines, so I was just kind of doing approximations and like still addressing the right people and getting the same ideas out, but people were not catching on. And mm-hmm. I guess that was a dick move on my part. And then uh, my the director was like, guy, like, look, like, Ross, you can improv, but everybody else can't. So like, you need to do <laughs> you need to do what you got to do. I also miss like lighting cues a lot. Like I was just bad at hitting marks because I was like, you know, I was trying to be like more natural and I, it didn't feel right. Like, like, oh, I got to go to this spot right here. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, I also got directors angry at me. Well, um, but if you're a casting director, I can hit my marks now. I promise. Yeah. Um, I'm. I think I'm a good actor still. I don't know. Um, I don't know about me, but... No, you're a great actor. Because you feigned interest in seeing Despicable Me too with me. Um, uh, Also, speaking of the purple minions, um, the part where there's like a giant flood of them, like a a tidal wave of them. Oh, yeah. That made me squirm. And they were like screaming, but it wasn't like the minions scream. It was like deeper and more... You compared it to Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Just like... Yeah, the, the, did they're you, attacking the two undercover minions that had purple paint on which, them. Which that was a good idea. I yeah. will give them that. that and was, then one of them like had a wipe, like he had a scratch and it somehow wiped off goes, the paint. <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you see Ralph breaks the internet? No. Because like there, I think I talked about it. I think I would on like that podcast. one more because I've heard from because since I'm not a video game person at all that like the first one might not do much for me, but that the second one because I understand the internet. Wait, have you not seen the first one? Whoa, okay, I have it on DVD, you can borrow it, and then you can give me the MacGruber DVD. This movie is basically MacGruber, so it's fine. Ooh, exciting. Well, I mean, Kristen Wiig is almost playing Vicky San Elmo, especially at the part when they're like, you need to cut the wire. And MacGruber. Yeah, I, yeah. All that's missing is Ryan Phillippe and Val Um, Kilmer as the villain Dieter Von Kunth. (laughs) Great, I'm excited. (laughs) That's gonna be great. Um, But yeah, so like in Ralph Breaks the Internet, there's... Actually, uh, it's kind of a spoiler. Never mind then. But there was like a f- there's like a flood of things of things, and like they're all kind of like working together as a unified body, and it is it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Does and it I make like, you okay when it's the fish and Finding Nemo that yes. take the pictures because they're fish and they naturally can do that. Yeah, because they're like, already floating. But it's like when sentient beings are kind of like building on top of each other, kind of like in in like newer zombie movies when like zombies are like using each other as like bridges and stuff. What about in the big climax of Beauty and the Beast when all the inanimate objects are trying to stop the townspeople. I'm okay with that. Okay. Because they're not like a, it's not like a, like a, uh, a hive mind horde type thing. Okay. Like that's also why I get really uncomfortable seeing like pictures and videos of like, like amoebas and like bacteria and stuff. Like seeing these really little things like all looking alike and working as a unit. It just really grosses me out. Were you, did you not like bugs as a kid? No. I still don't like bugs. That's true. I don't either. I woke up the other day with an ant in my hair. Oh, no. And I, went, I have things about I bugs eek. in my hair. Because I, for the listeners that don't know, I have a lot of big curly hair. And sometimes, especially like those like flying beetle kind of things. Oh. The, the amount of them that have like flown and gotten stuck in my hair and the feeling of having to pick that out of, like I, yeah, I know that, exactly. that made me hate bugs. That made me like full blown hate bugs. Or just get worried about like, because they could easily not even like just fly by my head and get stuck. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I don't like that. No, that's, that's bad news bears. Um, I don't like it. Like that's the, that's one of the main things I don't miss about like working at a summer camp is like, oh, I can uh, have my body be just for me. And not bugs, not bug food. I am not bug food. That's what Ross says. <laughs> that's, you can quote me on That's going to be a new shirt in the KidFlix merch store. <laughs> um, uh, also, one, one thing that I will note uh, at the very end. Uh, so, for, there are two Minion songs in a row. Oh, yeah. Two Minion covers, you should say. Yes. Because the first one ended with a dance party. Because, you know, it's an animated movie. And I forget what song they were dancing to, but they danced to a Minions cover of YMCA. Dressed as the village people. Yes. It was very... Like, this movie... But then what was the first song? It was, um... I think it was a Boys to Men song. Oh, yeah. Like, I can picture it in my head. And that's why they were wearing white and, like... I mean, they were all wearing white because it was the wedding. But, like, specifically that where it was, like... It was about to be the wedding, but they were having their own separate music video. Whereas at least the YMCA one was, like, a dance party with all of them. Yeah. Well, it's also... um, uh, I will say you mentioned it. 
um, that they're wearing white. The girls are wearing white, and like that's not what you do at they're a wedding. Li- no, I don't even care that it's like a clearly a spring wedding or whatever. And but it's that's... A, the end of a cartoon movie. But still, unacceptable. But still, yeah. Fashion's important. They should be wearing a little, like, light pink, maybe? Yeah, because... But they also have on their normal, like... They don't have different hair or anything. The one's still wearing her hat. No, they only have one model for each uh, character. Air, their heads. They are allowed to change dresses, but not hats. Yeah, they can just uh, throw uh, throw shit on. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, really, the only thing that left that I have to say is that... Um, I was trying to... This is the only movie in the franchise that was nominated for Best Animated Feature. Really? Um, do you know... So this was 2013. Can you guess which movie won Best Picture... Or Animated Picture that year? Was that Frozen? It was. Okay. Yeah. I know my years. Yeah, so they lost uh, for Best uh, Animated Feature, and I believe they also lost for Best, best Original Song. song. Yeah. Happy was nominated, yeah. Happy was nominated, but then also Because I remember Let it performed, because that was... Yeah. Lego movie, but it was not the Lego movie. Wow. Yeah, that was that year. Because like, wow. the song was from the Lego movie, but not the Lego movie. That was the big that's, controversy. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't it? Or no, that was the following year. Or what What movie? Because Lego movie was the same year as Big Hero 6. That's the only reason. Oh. And like, How to Train Your Dragon 2. It's always weird when there was like a bunch of like sequels and best animated feature. Because it's like, that feels but off. It's not... Like, there's good sequels. But I mean, yeah. it seems a lot of times with the animated... Um, feature section of the Oscars, they're just like, oh, they're we trying just to fill some five. space. Yeah, it's at some point, yeah, it's like there's these clear front, like big ones, and then it's like whatever else. Although they'll try to include like international stuff sometimes. Sometimes, well, like it has to just like have been released in the U.S. and been marginally successful. Yeah, or like, you get stuff like My Life Is a Zucchini. What? There's, I think that was like two years ago. It's was that a short French? or a feature? It's a feature. Oh, huh. it's on Netflix. Apparently, it's about kids in an orphanage, and it's, like, actually really sad. Cool. <laughs> I'm in. Um, uh, but uh, do, do you have any final thoughts on um, Despicable Me too? But I got I'm so sick of de- saying Despicable Me, and I have two more weeks of saying it. Um, did you bring up your concept about this being sh- our Shrek? Yes. That's... Thank you. So I was waiting for it, because we'd mentioned Shrek at some point, and I was like, huh... Yeah, so this kind of does feel like our generation's Shrek. So we've only covered Shrek 2 on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, uh, Despicable Me and Wait, Shrek... Wait, you didn't want Shrek Month? No. <laughs> God. Shrek-tember? Oh, crap. That's a good name. But you already did Shrek 2. You can't. Yeah. But I, they have I, a holiday special. I can revisit. Oh, yeah. Um, well, there's like there's Scared Shrek. There's one, two, Shrek. three, and then... Forever? Is happy, it Shrek? Happy Shrek miss or something. Oh, God. But yeah, so so like the first Shrek and the first Despicable, they're both like not grounded, but it's like it's more of a heartfelt story and like more of a message and idea. And then every subsequent movie just gets wackier and more of a cash grab and yeah. merch hunt. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like especially Gru is like, oh, just like a big comedy star voices them and they're just like wacky and stupid mm-hmm. actually shrek is like too serious also shrek is very serious he's like a straight man donkey's in the, worst way. the the humor of that donkey is the minion but thank god we didn't get a donkey standalone movie thank god we got a puss in boots we got one, puss in boots yeah. which okay sure he's a puss in boots yeah <laughs> oh the voice of el much <laughs> just kidding oh yeah oh and i also said this uh during while we were watching this is the second um, Mexican villain for a kids movie that Benjamin Bratt has voiced because yeah. he also, f- of course, famously voiced Ernesto de la Cruz uh, in Coco. And I'll say it: this controversial, like legit, people have gotten angry at me when I say this. I think the fast version of Remember Me is the best version of Remember Me in the movie. I'll I actually it. might agree with you on that. Thank you, because I've because I've. I haven't seen the movie all the way through. I'll admit that here. Oh, I know, but I've heard all those versions. I remember being like, "I like this one." Well, I mean, it's interesting because the song works at a lot of different tempos. Uh, but so the sad one with like Miguel and um, uh, and his great grandmother or grandmother—I forget how old she is. Um, she's old, yeah. uh, and like their version is really sad and slow. And I got so pissed in the in the theater because I saw it at um, at college. At, like, the college movie theater. That and, was me with Moana. Yeah. And I also saw Moana there. Mm-hmm. And all of these 
people in the theater when the grandma sang along with Miguel with Remember Me. They all went, oh, and they were just like, oh, my God, I'm about to cry. And it's like, I don't like your performative sadness. Yeah, when I saw Moana, it was like a matinee show. And I was the only person there not with a a child. (laughs) So there was no other like college kids there either. It was just and I sobbed violently. I mean, it is sad. Yeah. Uh, Like in the first 20 minutes. And there's like. I think there have been maybe seven of us in the theater, so it was like okay. God, Moana, Moana, and Coco were so good. Yes, but and Frozen fine. Um, I and like then Frozen. and then the other um, Remember Me, I think, is also a slowish one, and yeah. it's it's Hector, I think, yes. singing it, and that one's also sad because that's him singing to Miguel's grandmother, great grandmother. Um, but just like because the the Remember Me that Benjamin Bratt sings, that's the one that's like the pop charts one, like mm-hmm. in the world of a movie, and I'm like, yeah. That's the one I want to listen to. Yeah. And it was my number one Spotify song at the end of oh 2018. <laughs> which I don't know how many times I listened to it for that to have been true. Like, I cannot... I don't think I listened to it that That was much. me with my... I think my number one from 2018 was um, the full movie version of Come What May from Moulin Rouge. Whoa. <laughs> which I fairly... There was a point in time where I did listen to that a lot, but I didn't realize that much. Well, it's also Spotify, like, with your daily mixes, they'll start... They put, like, the same songs in every day and then slowly yeah, so. add a couple movies. So, like, I've listened to Fernando covered by Cher for <laughs> Mamma Mia 2 so many times. Because they're just like, yeah, you have it some more. Yeah. And also, like, Iron and Wine. Uh, I'm an emotional kid. But mainly Ben Folds. Um, but, Casey, now it's time we have to rate uh, Despicable Me 2. Oh, yeah. And, uh... We have a special rating system for this month. So uh, if you love it, you can give it a So Big and Fluffy. If you like it, like a, a middle of the road, you give it Despicable Meh. And then if you didn't like it, it's Bananas. What What are you thinking? I'll give it Despicable Meh because there's things that I do like about it. Anything, like I think the romance, when it the way it unfolds is sweet. And anything with Agnes and... There's certain like plot points and scenes that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I've never like like there's things in it that I find dumb, but it's never like that bad. Yeah, you like, know. I I, I agree. Like with I'm you. sure the Minions movie is probably much worse. We'll find out oh. in two weeks. Um, but yeah, I I'm kind of right with you. I think I would also give it a Despicable Man, just because it was it was fine. I think I liked the first one more just because. Just the story of him realizing that, like, villainry is overrated and he really just wants to have a family and care for these girls. It's really sweet. And at the end, he makes a little storybook for them and it's really cute. You'll, you'll cry like a baby at that. I I can't believe I cried at one point during this movie. I'm kind of mad about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell everybody when you Oh, cry? yeah. So there's a part in it when Agnes says, which also, so... They apparently have some Mother's Day pageant or something at Which, school. Which, cruel to make the orphan girls participate in that. Yeah. Um, and she has a little speech, and she's just like, I don't know why I have to do this. I don't have a mom. Which is also funny when he's just like, you participated in the Veterans Day one, and you haven't been in combat. <laughs> um, but he's like, basically, he's like, you have a good imagination. And she's like, so I just pretend I have a mom? And so she has the little speech thing, and then she brings it up again at the end at their wedding to Lucy. And I was like, yeah, that was and it's just because it's Agnes. That's literally the only. Yeah, we both love she's Agnes. She's so cute. Oh, real quick before we go, uh, would you like to tell everybody which? So we took a which minion are you oh, quiz, yeah. and uh, it's post. It's going to be posted on our <laughs> Facebook, so you can take it and let us know. So um, I am Phil, uh, who is type A and loves to clean and organize. Um, my friends rely on me to be a leader, a position in which I shine. <laughs> and you, but you got kind of a jackpot. Person. I got Stuart. Yeah. Uh, very playful. Known as the mo- the more sincere and innocent of the minions. It's no surprise that you both are optimists with a thirst for knowledge and adventure. So here, I'm going to see a picture of yours because I feel like ours look identical. Okay, you, so Stuart is the one I have I one won. eye. And I have he, two eyes as He Phil. loves bananas. Yeah, and mine, like. mine is just happy to be him. Um, <laughs> so uh, th- thank you so much for coming, Casey. I really appreciate it. Thank this was a lovely afternoon. Um, uh, w- what would you like to promote or plug today? Um, you can read my reviews and articles on nextbestpicture.com. I'm also on their podcast feed, usually on the main show. I'm also a part of their series, Next Best Theater. We're talking all about Tony season. We just did our 
nomination predictions so we'll be doing stuff with that soon and yeah and you can find me on twitter at casey lee clark all the things wonderful uh, and as always you can find me at mr wiseman on twitter and whatever um and you can follow kidflix at kidflix pod on twitter facebook and instagram um i haven't done this i barely do this spiel anymore because i always forget to <laughs> do it but uh, give us a rate and review on itunes it really helps us out and uh, we will hear you next week. And uh, like we determined is the sign off for Despicable May. Time to deliver the cookies. <laughs> In the... Year 2013, there was a hit movie that I saw in 3D with my mom and my dad too. I saw characters again who I would call my friends. Fun that would never end all because of a man named Gru. I bought the DVD so I could watch it every day I get knocks on my door but I just yell to go away I'm eating bananas and wearing overalls so they Will understand what my favorite movie is Despicable Me 2 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 I liked Gru's emotional growth to take a fatherly oath and stop evil he loves. Save the day from El Macho. The minions Christian Wig work hard to stop that pesky devil. But watch out, Margot, Agnes, Edith, you are deaf in peril. The anti-villain league has got this for sure. Gru and all his friends will have an awesome adventure. I broke the DVD because I watch it every day. The images of minions in my head won't go away. I'm talking in a vague European accent, so they... Well, understand what my favorite movie is. Despicable Me Too. 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 Al Pacino was the voice of El Macho. He left because of creative differences. Benjamin Brath stepped in for El Macho. Nobody noticed the director's preferences Al Pacino was the voice of El Macho He left because of creative differences Benjamin Brad stepped in for El Macho Nobody noticed the director's preferences I'm sorry, the old Ross can't come to the phone right now why? Oh, banana. Ooh, despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me. Ooh, despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me. Ooh, despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me. Ooh, despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me too. Despicable me too.